You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Wow, here we are after a few weeks away. It's been a while. It's been a while. Hello again. Speaking of hello again, <laughs> that's also the name of the musical we're doing this week. What a perfect return. What a perfect return. And suggestion from one of our fans. One of our, one of our listeners. So excited and thank you for the suggestion. This week on What's That From? Exploring musicals we don't know but probably should, we will be diving into Hello Again. I'm Josh. And I'm Kate. And we're happy to be back. We're back. It's after been a busy, busy past few weeks. Kate and I currently um, just launched a production company. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Next, Next Stop, Stop Creatives. Creatives. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram. Check out our website at nextstopcreatives or nextstopcreatives.com. And um, yeah, we're just trying to create some more art. Yeah, trying to create some art, get our footing here in New York City as things get a little more hustling and bustling. So, And if you like this podcast and, it, and maybe it inspired you to maybe you want to start your own podcast, we can help you with that. Check us out at nexttopcreatives.com. Submit an inquiry. If we can do it. You can also do it. I promise you can. I literally promise that you can. And we're happy to help. And we're happy to help. We want to help. We we literally need to help you. <laughs> Please submit an inquiry. If you don't ask us for help, we'll still help you. We will still help you because we're just kind people. We're helpers. We're givers. We're gi- Next up, creatives. We're givers. <laughs> we're lovers, not fighters. <laughs> hello Anyways. Again. Hello again. Michael John Lacusa, this this guy, he's wow. back again. Chaos. He's chaos. He is a chaotic writer. Not I I don't mean that in a negative way. No. But I think he would probably agree that his genre of musical theater writing is like chaos. It's like chaotic it's a little chaotic evil, but it's also just like chaotic chaotic. Yeah. It's double chaotic square. It's like literally, if you don't remember, we um also reviewed slash explored um, Michael John Lequeux says The Wild Party, which often gets like overlooked by Andrew Lippo's Wild Party. Um, but that score was also so interesting, so intricate, very... He's very artsy. Very artsy. Yeah. 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 So, and this one didn't... It, it didn't really sound like Wild Party. No. But it was crazy. It was crazy. Before we get too much <laughs> deep into the music, I uh, think it's time for... The 30-second plot challenge. All right. Well, I think, honestly, I honestly think I'm going to nail this because 
the plot is like so convoluted. It's like so general. I'm ready. Did you start it? Oh. Three, <laughs> two, go. Hello Again explores the romantic and sexual relationships of 10 different couples over 10 different decades in the 20th century. Um, exploring through different music genres, different um, sexual orientations, and different scenarios, and kind of dives into their dynamics and how they operate in different times. <laughs> More seconds. Hello again. <laughs> <laughs> you always complete at like 21, 22 seconds. What can I say? I'm just a... I'm a people pleaser. <laughs> I'm an overachiever. You know what they say. If you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. And if you're late, it's unacceptable. So I'm That's always early. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that was a pretty good 30-second plot challenge. Thank you. It is very... It's like... it's There's not really like a plot, but there is a core message. Yes. There is like a core um, theme, which is just like... Basically... um how universal the language of like sex is amongst like different types of people in different times yeah and different statuses yeah too like yeah and i feel like it also like it explores a lot of different scenarios in the way of like you know like sex work like a sex worker and a soldier or a like a wife cheating on her husband or just like a man meeting another man in a bar or like a man and a man at in the Titanic. Yeah. Like, uh, like there's just like a lot of really high stakes situations with like, stakes 10 kind, all around kind of random pairings of people, but all different. It's not just like, Oh, a bunch of couples that are in love. all just experience love. It's like, they're all in really high stakes. high stakes. And it's just like, it really shows the complexity of like, just like human relations. Like not even like take the sexual part out of it. It's just like, like that, like, the different characters in it are so unique. Each of them are, like, such a specific type mm-hmm. of person. Yes. And, like, the way that they all get matched up. So, like, the way that it works is that, like, you'll be introduced to a character and another character. And then in the next scene, one of those characters meets a new character. Yes. And then in the next scene, one of those last characters meets a new character. Yes. So, it's, like, you see a person, like, have a moment back-to-back with yes. a different person. And then it just keeps, like... I, somebody described it as a daisy chain. Like, they just, like, mm. keep connecting yeah. through. Um, but it's, like, you see one of those characters with a specific type of person, and then the next scene is with a different type of person. And it's, like, I mean, do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, yes, it's just like, yes. It's just, like, different dynamics and, like, but you how have... How different types of people can interact, be, interact yeah. romantically and sexually yeah. With a completely different type of person. Yes. And it's like all believable. I mean, And like, it's like you have that, you already saw the person, so you're familiar with the person, so you have like a sense of comfortability. And then watching them with another person, you're like, oh, I see how they're being different because I just watched them with another person. It's a really, really unique yes. layout. I, I will say, like, I don't, okay, so I we both watched the movie, which came out in 2017. Which, what, I literally had never heard of it. And it has so many... So many famous people. So many famous people. Audra McDonald. I I was shocked. And, like, Jenna Oshkowitz. Yes, from Glee. Yeah, and, like, Nolan Gerard Funk. Like, so many random famous people. Rumor Willis. I was, like... 
Wait, what? Every time a new scene would happen, I'd be like, no, wait, what? Wait, what? A lot of famous people. But we will say the movie, I think, is a lot different than the stage show. Yeah. I think it has, like, the same basic idea. Yes. Um, and, like, the same music, obviously. But it's a little, like, updated. And, yeah. And... Um, Honestly, like, worth a watch. Yeah. I, I like, it, I unique. enjoyed it. It was a little odd and kind of confusing, but I didn't dislike it. Yeah. But I, I will say I was a little confused, and this might just be a movie translation thing, but maybe it's also in the stage show translation thing, is jumping time periods for kind of no reason and also keeping the same characters is very confusing because they don't, they didn't, at least in the movie, age. So, like, I was like, wait, that guy was in the last scene, but it was, like, 1970, and now it's, like, 1910, but he looks the same. Yeah, I kind of feel like reading about the stage show, it's, like, a little more clear what the concept is. Yeah. It's, like, a little more defined on the stage how they present it. Yeah. Um, And so what's cool about the show is that it was originally conceived as, like, an um, ex, ex, – what's the word? The word I'm looking for explorational dance piece oh, like okay. something that's mm-hmm. like a, a, a kind of a modern like take on something yeah graziella danielle is the one who had the idea <clears throat> and then the, the idea got passed over to lucusa mm-hmm. and then they started conceiving this musical direct together and she directed and choreographed it and um it's based off of a play called la ronde mm-hmm. which is like an older older play mm-hmm. i think from like the 1800s yeah where it's basically the same setup of like different relations of different people, different statuses, but it doesn't change time period. It's just like in one chunk of like time. Right. But I kind of like how it it changes time periods because then you really see the complexity of like different types of people interacting with the added layer of like the given circumstance of like the era. I also think it's it gives like Michael John Lacusa a really unique opportunity to he does write a lot of different styled songs. And I like when musicals do that too. Yeah. And I think he does a good job. They're all He has they, like his signature, but yeah. like throughout different styles. They all live in the same body, but like have totally different parts to them, which I think is like really cool yeah. and probably really hard to do. I like give him a lot of credit for it's pretty much like, <clears throat> excuse me, all sung through too. So it's yeah. like, I think it is totally sung yeah, through. Yeah, I don't think so anyone cool. really talks. And I think I liked the way um, someone had put it, where they were like, you know, it's kind of like Stephen Sondheim's Sunday in the Park with George, where a painting comes to life. It's you know a piece of life that then like has a an attitude or an outlook or like. You know, you're looking at the painting, but there's a lot of personality and things going on internally. Right. And I think it's a little bit of the same type of piece where you're, you're kind of in. looking yeah, at yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's like a vignette of these yeah. people. And it's not really like a musical with like a typical plot. Yes. It's just like little flashes. A piece of, of life that you're moments. just witnessing. Yeah. yeah. Which it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I usually like I'm not the biggest fan of like reviews or song cycles or things because i'm like okay like i i do love to just like that I, i'm in the mood for it when i like i'm in the mood to listen to music yes even just like listen to a lot of good music mm-hmm. but like i thought this did a really good job of still kind of making it feel like a musical because there's so much storytelling yeah and there's that drive that drives through all yes. of them so clearly mm-hmm. like i guess what i'm trying to say is i feel like some song cycles i'm like okay like this kind of a stretch for all these like i really don't find the string that's tying everything yes. together but it's really clear what the backbone of the show is agreed 
I agree. Even though there's not like a, a plot that changes from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. I also think, do you, in your mind, this might just be a me thing, but I like can't really think of any specific songs from this. They all just like were one thing. There's just one song I do know that stands out to me as yeah. Mrs. of the Senator. Right. Just because like one of our friends sings that a lot. Yeah. And I do like that song. But that one is honestly like the only song in the show that really felt like a song by itself to me. That one yeah. and then the one that the nurse sings when she's tying up oh, the college boy. Yes. That one felt like a complete song yeah. to me. I feel like the Hello Again opening song is also True. very, like that one sticks out to me. But besides that, like, because a lot of, I guess to kind of clarify, a lot of the sections. So like, let's say like the opening section is like the whore and the soldier. And like, that's what the song is called. And it's kind of. They pair together, you know, like different songs, like indicated by like slashes. So it just continues. It's a continuation of the story. So it's different songs and different themes. Right. Because if but, it was like individual songs, it would be like really short. Too, yes. Because there's like yes. passing moments. So it's interesting in that way, because I think that's why it fl- all flows together in my brain. Because I'm like, that's just one song, but it's not one song. It's like one section of the show. Do you know what I mean? It's cool. It's like really it's, unique. It is. If you and if anyone ever gets a chance, um, Michael John Lacusa also wrote a show called First Lady Suite that is very in a very similar style to this. The music is incredible, but it's the same thing where there's separate vignettes slash like long sections that have really short songs, but they all are telling a story, but they're different songs, but not. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of. I think maybe that's just a thing that he does where cool. he, he focuses more. I guess. On storytelling than on making a start to finish song. I really like unique ways of storytelling. So, Mm -hmm. like, I'm like, it's really cool that he has, like, a signature of, like, his style of music and, I guess, like, function of plot, too. Yeah. Agreed. The show lived um, off-Broadway, which I think is a perfect place for it to be. Correct. And and there were a lot of famous people in the original production, too. So many. Like, like, I'm pulling up the cast list right now. Like, Donna Murphy. Yes. Um, Carolee Carmelo. Yeah. Um, John Cameron John Mitchell. John Cameron Mitchell. And, like, the everybody else that was in it were also um, notable actors also. And I think it's so cool because, like, when you read about it, when I first read about the plot, I was like, what? What? Like, I'm so confused. Or, like, yeah. this is raunchy. And, like, yeah. and then I saw the people that were working on it. I'm like, no. Like, sorry. There is um, some police sirens. We're in the good old big city on the Broadway. Hello again. But um, I'm like, no, it's not like raunchy and like who would want to be a part of this. It's like artistic. It's really artsy. Yes, agreed. And I think that's like also when even in the movie, the cast was so notable. I was like, wait, wait, what? Like for Audrey McDonald to agree to be in a movie, I feel like it's got to be some type of... I think I read somewhere or heard an interview where I might be making this up, but I, I really swear I heard this on the Broadway channel where she it was like around the time the movie came out mm-hmm. that like she had auditioned for the original production of it or something. Wow. And that like Lucusa was like, oh, like I'll save like this part for her for something later or something. She's not right yet because she was doing something else at the time too. Mm. And she sings Mistress of the Senator all the time. It's like on one of her albums. Wow. And so like I think she was always like, had this show like in her mind and so then like when it came time for the movie i bet she was like i think she was like happy to this to do it because she like wanted to be a part of it michael john lacusa like writes some some good music like very satisfying i think the only like downside is i think it's pretty hard to play on the piano 
So I remember one time in like a class I brought it in and it was like not good. <laughs> they were like, do not ever bring this <laughs> anywhere. And I was like, got it. Because I think he just writes very complex, meaningful <laughs> songs, which is like, darn. Like, why is that hard to play? Know, <laughs> like, right? It's like, come on. It's so satisfying. Maybe we're getting to the world of sending in tapes before you go to the actual place. So then yeah. maybe you could just get a good recording of that accompaniment. And then you could use true. it for soft tapes. Boom. Maybe that's the upside. Maybe. Maybe. Could be. I feel like we should go through each of the little vignettes. Just okay. explain a little bit about them. Sure. So the first one is, like Kate said, the whore and the soldier. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. <laughs> Basically what it is. <laughs> You're like, and She's that's correct. the sex worker and he's a soldier going off to war. And yeah, he, and he takes advantage of her. Takes advantage of her. Takes her money. Yeah. Well, at first she's like, I want this. Like, you don't have to pay for it. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm not going to pay for it, but I'm just going to take your money. Yeah. And she's like, oh. And so then she's like jaded. And then. It's like a rough start to the show. It's a very like launch into it. And it's also like, I don't, rem- I don't remember exactly what time period that one is, but it's, um. One of the oldest, isn't it? That we see in the show? I feel like, yes. Yeah. I feel like older than that is like the... Uh, when they're on the Titanic. I feel like that might be True. It's like around that, that time, maybe. But yeah. it, it is like launch you into like old-timey yeah, and it feels like, like, like really like blunt. We're just. not in France, but it feels like the Les Mis movie. Yeah. Like it feels that. like lovely ladies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that gives you a... 100%. Like, it feels like a lovely ladies' time period with, like, a corset and a, that feather, type. Like a yeah, feather. Yeah, a feather in the hair. In the hair yeah. And, like, a little, a little like, lacy veil little over the boots. face. And the, yeah, yeah. And then we go jump to... Um, soldier and the nurse. Same soldier. 1940s. Like, wartime. Mm-hmm. Same soldier, but now he's a soldier in, like, World War II. Right. And um, there's a nurse. Still an asshole. Yeah. He's, like, a bad person yeah i can i feel like that's an assumption you can make yep and she's like kind of innocent unsure Mm -hmm. and he's like shut up you're pretty like literally literally like shut up you're pretty (laughs) that's like literally like yeah he just straight up takes advantage of her and she's like oh wow i'm so like do you actually like me and he's like yeah i like you (laughs) she's like oh my gosh okay and then we jump to um the 60s and um, now she's a nurse for, like, a college boy who, like, right. has, like, a broken ankle or something. Right. And, like, the parents leave and she, like, ties him up. And now she's, like, wild. So yes. she flips. So this is honestly, like, a cool change because, like, the character who was the soldier was kind of, like, a similar character. Dominant both taking scenes. advantage of. And now she's changed from, you see her mm-hmm. innocence taken. And now she's, like, the wild one. Yeah. I also kind of... I also kind of took it as like a because the soldier definitely wronged her like she I feel like felt like saddened by that situation and then I kind of felt like because she totally she was like taking advantage of the college boy but I feel like she was just like very like you're gonna do what I say now because I've been like taking advantage of before so now it's my turn to like yeah like, I'm getting back at all the men of the world who thought that they could, like, dominate me. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like it was a cool power shift. Yeah, definitely. Because she, she was so innocent and, like, quiet and meek in the first thing. And then she just was like, bam! Yeah, for sure. That's the other thing, too, is you kind of see, like, these characters grow as their past lives. Like, yeah. even though it changes eras, they're still, like, the same souls. Yes. So it's like, 
all about it like we haven't mentioned this yet which i'm surprised is it's like kind of past lives people's souls moving throughout different time periods right um, yeah and that's what i think that's where like hello again comes from is yeah. like we've met in the past life like, deja vu. like that kind of thing yeah whoa um then we move on to the college boy same college boy with broken ankle but now he's with a young wife who is like married and having an affair with him in like a movie theater very tongue-in-cheek he like can't get hard the song he sings is really funny and i really like it and i think it'd be so funny to sing for a spelling bee 25th annual audition if maybe it's not yeah, that totally. hard to play on the piano but everyone should look at that song if you're a boy and looking for something funny and probably that nobody sings i've never heard of this in my life so true. sing it <laughs> so true nobody sings anything from the show oh nobody sings anymore <laughs> <laughs> then we jump to um the young wife and now we're in the 50s the so the college boy one was in the 30s now we're in the 50s and um she's like sad because her husband doesn't really like want to have sex with her yeah so this is like her and her husband yeah and now we kind of see like why she's like having, having an affair. affair is because she's not getting the love right. that she and requires. then even more interesting is that the next scene is the husband with a young but they say young thing it's a young like boy man young man yeah <laughs> I, he's not like young as in like a, like he's like 18 or 19 he's younger um but and he's like a grown man but he has a like obviously like a sexual relationship with him so obviously that's why he's not invested in his right. marriage relationship right. um but like the, the overlying theme of this is they're on the sinking titanic but then that's kind of like a big motif of like that's like his sexuality is like a sinking ship that he needs to address like yeah. it's just like internally and so sinking high you know what stakes. i mean like yeah I was like, this cannot be real. I was like, no. Like, when they get, like, I just, a guy, I think to help you know they're on the Titanic, someone comes to give them a life vest and he chooses to, like, not take it because he wants this sexual relationship to have, like, work so badly. I was just like, no way. That is not in the musical. And then it, it is. I thought it was just a movie thing, but. I would love to be in the room and he was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. They need to be on the Titanic right now. And it now. must be sinking. There must be people screaming in the background. It must be fully tipping over. That is the level of stakes. So funny. So, yeah, that was that scene was great. And then, like, the Titanic screams turn into, like, a disco crowd. And we jump to the 70s. <laughs> and now we're in a disco. Mm -hmm. And now there's, like, um, a rider and the, the young, young thing. Mm-hmm. And, and then they, have, they hook up. Yeah, it's very Rent-esque. The writer is like, zoom in on me in the bleh. Like, he's like, has his camera. Cut he's, to. Yeah. yeah, it's very high. I'm... Okay, you're an artist. Yeah, yeah we get it. Yeah, I'm in Rent. Yeah. Which I just thought was fun. I liked it. And that was Cheyenne Jackson in the movie. And he's a big actor, too. Yeah. yeah. And then um, after that scene is done, we move... The writer carries on to be with an actress who is... Audra in the movie that is irrelevant but it's like a singer um and so it's like a like kind of music producer writer but that's in the movie in the musical it's like a out of sync silent movie mm. isn't that strange they like really took it in a different direction yeah so it's like in the show it's like in the 1920s and it's a silent movie that's out of sync um and it says here that the actress overpowers the writer behind her dressing screen yeah but in the movie she's like 
a singer and he's trying to make her into like a techno pop singer in 2002 so instead of the 20s it's in like the early 2000s it everyone needs to stop what they're doing and listen to this audra mcdonald early 2000s pop song it is incredible it's so funny and see i had heard that song they released that before the movie was released and i remember listening to it on playbone being like what is this who let her do this? Because without context, <laughs> it just I was like, like, if they think this is serious, I'm really like worried about Audra. But then like you see the movie and it's like, oh, and okay, it's, it's part that, of the bit. Yeah, it's, it's the, the bit. bit. Yeah. So I was like, why did they release that as like the teaser for the movie? Like, <laughs> you're like, this is so embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> it is really. And it is supposed to be embarrassing. Yes. She's like embarrassed. Yes. And it's also in the early 2000s. So it's very in the vein of that time period. Yeah. Then um, the actress moves on to be with. Um, the senator so she's the mistress yes she's the mistress and that's that's like power dynamic also we get some like women vibes and i think in the stage show it's it was cast as a man and in the movie they cast the senator as a woman yeah i was glad they did that me too but either way that's just like a political power a lot of these i feel like a lot of the common thread through all of these is there's a clear power dynamic struggle you know like Someone who's writing a movie or in in a movie, or someone who's a senator and a mistress. Like these people have very clear power dynamics, so it's interesting to see how they interact. Because sometimes the people that you don't think have the power end up having the sexual power, right? Or vice versa, right? Which is kind of interesting. Yeah, totally. And then full circle, we go back, senator, then the whore from the beginning. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like a, a nice... Nice little like... A nice little circle. bow. A nice little bow tie at the end. You know, bring yeah. it back. Plant Smart. the seed. See it grow. And then complete the circle. Yeah. And honestly, I would love to see this performed on stage. Me too. I feel like it would be performed kind of like a last five years type of vibe where, you know, they just do their little vignette and I feel like it could be really cool. I think so too. I'd love to see it in person. And I do think I would love to see it interpreted. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Clearly there's a lot of crime or something going on. People are out and about today. They said, summertime. Oh, my gosh. Hello again, sirens. <laughs> literally, literally, hello again. Um, but I was just saying, like, I think um, I would actually love to see it as some sort of a dance piece. Well, know? that's what it says here is that even in the original, even though it started off as being, like, mostly an experimental mm-hmm. um, 
dance piece, but turned more into a singy kind of thing. That it is, it is staged in a way where it's like specific dance styles are tied to the era of the music and specific to the relationship. Ooh, so it's like I would the more the soldier dance that. a sexual waltz, and then um, I'm trying to say the other one. I really think that that would be cool because it's so it's such a provocative concept that you kind of feel like. You're getting hit over the head there with needs like to be some kind of layer of yes, something. Yeah. Some innuendo. Some like you paint that you paint a little bit of a picture and then I can fill in the blanks. Not so I'm watching people have sex for two hours. Right. And like for like the the young wife and the college boy in the movie theater, Fred and Ginger like pop off the screen and dance. <gasps> and oh my like, gosh, beautiful. Yeah. There's a disco, and then like yeah, yeah. So I would, I, I would I, love to see it. I would love. There's to no see footage it. of the original production. I couldn't find any. No, sad. That off Broadway life, they really kept it on the the DL, which is pretty pretty sad. There was a revival of it off Broadway in 2011. That was the um, the transport group, right? Yes. And they had like some new orchestrations, and it was done in like a an artsy space in Soho, which again, correct. <laughs> Thank you. And there was also actually a revival in London too in 2019. So the show lives on. I mean, that's really, really. The fact current. that it was turned into a movie is like pretty impressive because not all musicals get turned into movies, and it's also so strange that it got turned into a movie. I will be really honest. Before we received a, this DM, I had never heard of this show. I looked it up, and I was like, "This album cover could pass me by, and I would never even know." It's a pr- it's very provocative, but it's yeah, a pretty album cover. Very pretty. Yeah, it's really pretty. It's like a beautiful illustration. Yeah. I mean, overall, I think the show is a really, really interesting listen, has some really provocative and interesting music and characters, and I would love to see it done live. Yeah, totally. What's your favorite song from it? Or favorite, like, vignette? Like, which one was your favorite, like, section? Oh, that's a great question. Oh my gosh. I honestly... I really liked the like the college boy and the young wife. I like that one too, and I liked I liked the college boy and the nurse. <laughs> I yeah. honestly thought that one was really yeah, fun. Yeah, that one was fun too. Yeah. I thought <laughs> I guess the college boy just really really made an impression on us. I mean, I thought that all of them were really like cool and interesting. I just thought that those songs stuck with me. I also really liked the opening song, the hello again. I don't particularly love that vignette. I thought it was kind of sad. But yeah. I thought that I really like the Hello Again song. I like the Mistress of the Senator, too. Yes. That song is so much fun. I didn't really like the arrangement for the movie, but like the song, like the normal yes. arrangement, I really, really like. It's kind yes. of like a salsa-y type. Yes. Yeah. The music is really good. I And the album is very well done. I think, like, it's something, though, that you have to... I don't know if you have to concentrate and listen to it, but I kind of feel like you do. It's not like a, I put on to just like run in the park. No. Yeah. It's, it is like specific to the situation, to the story, to what's happening. It's thoughtful. But I think you should listen to it. I'm not saying don't listen to it. It's, it's like, like listen to it, but like you should appreciate it. If you like sit and listen to Les Mis like just for fun, then you should listen to this. Or yeah. like 
if you like sit and listen to a really off-brand Stephen Sondheim show, like just in your daily life, then you should listen to this too. Yeah. But if you don't, maybe challenge yourself to listen yeah. to it because I think you'll like it. Yeah, totally. Because I know I was like pleasantly surprised, and okay. I do like Michael John Lacusa. So another win for him in my book. Yeah, I'm I glad wish- I know. I've always wanted to know really more about the show, so I'm glad I finally do. What a cool guy Michael John Lacusa is. Why is he like never in the spotlight? I don't know. He has like a lot of work. I know. And he like everything I've ever sang, seen, worked on, listened to by him, I've really, really liked. He's never won a Tony Award. Any award. He's never won a drama desk or a Tony Award. Like what? Like, yeah, First Lady Suite. First of all, everyone needs to listen to that. So good. But like Marie Christine, that's Andre McDonald um, is in that. Very good. This show, good. Wild Party. I mean, I understand why that got overshadowed because there was just simply another show that was exactly the same, but like a little bit um, more like easy to swallow. But geez, Michael John Lacusa. I want more of this content, you know? I wonder what he's working on now. More provocative art. Oh my gosh, do you think he is? He's only 58, so like he's definitely got more work in him. Wait, literally legend. Actually, that's so funny. I knew this because, quick side note, my freshman year of school, we like there was a production of First Lady Suite. That's the only reason I know it. And we had to figure out this like weird opening number on the album. They have all these like speeches by political people and the director was like, all right, you guys need to figure out what speeches those are and like stitch them together so we can make the opening thing. And we were like, um, excuse me? It's like a bunch of jumbled old radio announcements. And we messaged Michael John LaCusa on Facebook. Did he respond? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Because we were like, hey, what are the like interviews in the beginning of First Lady Suite? And I think like it took him a while to get back and I don't think he answered because we came up with a different solution. But then he was like, Congrats on doing First Lady Suite. Like, wish I could see it or something. That's cool. (laughs) Like, our solution was literally like, we should message the guy on Facebook. Yeah, why not? So that checks out that he's 58. He's got Facebook. (laughs) Maybe, like, don't stalk him on Facebook, but that's just That's a cool story. Yeah. It's nice he responded. He didn't have to. Yeah, he didn't have to. I always say that when, like, important people, like, respond to something. Yeah. They didn't have to, so it's nice that they did. Yeah. So, Michael Tomlikusa, I really stand him, and I, I hope someday... I can meet him. Meet him. him. <laughs> and say, hello again. I think we've met in the past life. Stop! And on that and, note... <laughs> and on that note, literally, what a perfect ending. Wait, but first, before we close it out, what would you rate it, oh. Joshua? Oh. It's just a tough one to rate. Because I saw the movie and personally <laughs> did not have the, like, the best reaction to the movie. But if I saw the stage show, maybe it would be like a 7 out of 10. Yes, I agree. I really, like, now I'm just craving a production with really great singers and amazing dancers that are doing vignettes. That is something I'm interested in seeing. And I really think that could be, like, an 8 out of 10, like, in a cool space with great, like, the music is really good. The dancing could be good. The music, like, everything could just flow really well and tell a really cool, interesting story. Definitely be a fun show to work on as, like, a director or a choreographer. I would say would be a good movie, but it's already a movie. So I guess we have to forego that bit for this week. So you all lucked out. But 
We're back. We're back, baby. We're back. we're back in action. And we have some exciting shows coming up that we're going to be talking about. And just want to say a quick thank you to everyone who's supporting the podcast. And I just feel like recently we've been receiving a lot of positive feedback about it and a lot of people that are listening. So if you're still listening or continuing to listening or if you're new, welcome. And if we you're still here, you. we love you. It's just like really really fun it's fun for us and i'm glad that it's fun for other people yes and we're having a great we're having a great great old time so until we say hello again next week be sure to follow us on instagram at wtf underscore b way that's wtf underscore b w a y and you can give our tiktok a little look as well same addy same addy and we Audi. We Audi. Remember Mondays, musical reveal Monday. We'll be posting which musical we're going to be reviewing and exploring next week. And on Wednesdays, WTF Wednesdays will be when the episode goes live, yeah. like today. <gasps> live. See you next time. Until we say hello. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.